This is Gray Man Media Content. Julie, get louder. Hollywood! That's higher. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people always know that John's gonna talk about some crazy fucking shit. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. That's John. I'm Devin. We're talking about some shit. What? Who? Where? When? How did it get here? <sighs> hey, how's it going, guys? I guess I'm still here. Fuck. Um, <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about mysterious and unexplained deaths in Hollywood. And where? Question mark? Hollywood? Wait. LA? Wait a second. California? Wait. Bears? Wait. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Wait a second. Climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Uh, how you doing, Devin? Oh, fucking great, man. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I'm actually, you know, I'm not sure how to... <laughs> I'm not sure how to feel about today's episode. Uh-huh, how's that? Um, Well, we're going to talk about some shit that I'm probably going to be skeptical as fuck about, but I have seen your show notes. And I know for a fact you did some research. So, take it away, John. Okay. I guess we'll start with Prince. As in the singer? Uh-huh. Purple Rain? Purple Rain. The Prince? Uh-huh. The artist <clears throat> formerly known as Prince? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, to clarify, a lot of this information I'm getting, it comes from Esquire and USA Today. Uh, this oh, is some boy. of their theories. Oh, great. Very credible magazines. Right. Never lied. Sponsor us. <laughs> Thank you for your $2 donation. <laughs> so Prince joined the grim fraternity of mysterious Hollywood deaths on Thursday, forever remembered not just for his musical achievements, but for the puzzling questions hanging over his tragic end. This isn't last Thursday. This is several Thursdays. Qu quite a few Thursdays ago. <clears throat> yeah, several Thursdays ago, <laughs> at least. Now, uh, prosecutors in his home count, uh, county announced Thursday that no one would be charged in connection with his April 21st, 2016 death because they could find no evidence to explain how he got the opioid that killed him in an accidental overdose. Mm. Now, a two-year investigation concluded that Prince thought that he was taking the common painkiller Vicodin when, unbeknownst to him, it was laced with deadly fentanyl. But authorities could not say how Prince obtained the pills that killed him in the first place. Now, although scores of celebrity deaths have shocked and grieved millions over the years, only a relative few remain officially murky as to the who, what, and why. And here are a few of those, much like Prince. Now, Devin, do you know how many of these exist? No. No, actually, I don't. Not even. I have not even an inkling. Well, you remember, uh, you ever heard of Bobby Christina Brown? Nope. No? 
in August 12th, or August 2012, and August through uh, August 2015, the little girl, the little girl lost daughter of late legendary Whitney Houston died July 26th, 2015, in an Atlanta area hospice near six months after she was found unconscious in her near her Georgian home. She was 22. She never regained consciousness to explain what happened to her before she was found face down and unresponsive in her bathtub in suburban Atlanta. I'm going to be very careful of how I approach these types of questions, but I feel like I need to ask, is there a reason that these are suspicious and not just yeah. overdoses? Well, these are just mysterious. I'm starting with mysterious deaths, and then we're going to go into more. <laughs> um, more it's going to get more conspiracy as we go. Okay, <clears throat> got it. So more than a year later, later, the autopsy results were actually released for her death, and then showed that she also died from a, she died from a fatal combination of multiple drugs and immersion in water. But medical examiner could not say whether her death was intentional, accidental, and so it was actually ruled undetermined. Although her family uh, cast suspicion on her boyfriend at the time, but no one has actually been charged in connection with her death. You would think something uh, like this for a very high-profile individual would get quite a lot of more investigation than that though probably yeah <clears throat> which is leading to the suspicious conspiracy nature of this theory now irish singer and lead singer of the cranberries dolores o'redden in uh warclaw poland may 2017 dolores o'redden 2018 the lead singer of the irish alt-rock band the cranberries died unexpectedly at age 46 on January 15th, 2018, in a hotel room in London where she was recording, her death has been classified as unexplained but not suspicious. Mm. The coroner has yet to rule on the official cause of death. So another, no reason, just the lead singer of a very popular band, gone. Now, you might recognize this next one, Devin. Okay, I'm ready. We're going to talk about Tupac Shakur. Okay. <laughs> in 1996, the hip hop star artist was in a car headed to a, a club gig in Las Vegas when he was shot four times on September 7th, 1996, in a drive by shooting. He died six days later on September 13th at a local hospital, and, uh, and he was 25 years old. Now, his murder is still unsolved. Christopher Wallace, aka Notorious Big, aka Biggie Smalls, in December 1996, also six months later after Shakur's murder, another star rapper, Wallace, was shot multiple times in a drive-by shooting in Los Angeles, not far from uh, where Tupac would have been on his way to Vegas. Was Tupac not, like, killed by a hitman sent out by Suge Knight? <laughs> I thought that was, like, the, the thing. <clears throat> there's theories. There's a lot of theories. But the thing is, there's always this big connection between, they're trying to make this connection between Notorious and Tupac which is one of the biggest debated things in hip-hop is, like, why and who, what and where. Oh, right. Suge Knight was, like, I believe he was part of the same record label that uh, Biggie was part of. Mm -hmm. And both, both murders actually remain unsolved. Um, mm. Did you know Natalie Wood died? Natalie Wood being? Natalie Wood was, in 1981, <laughs> 36 years after Natalie Wood drowned off the coast of Catalina Island in California. Catalina? Uh-huh. Like the Catalina wine mixer guy? Island. 
Yes. California. Natalie Wood. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department in February reopened the investigation into her mysterious death when her then-husband, Robert Wagner, now person of interest, <coughs> Wood's case remains one of the many celebrity deaths still shrouded in suspicion, at least among some detectives. Probable drowning <coughs> and other undetermined factors. Interesting. Drowning is just something to put on the paperwork because you got to fill in that box, I guess. Mm. Um, on November 29th in 1981, the child star uh, turned Oscar-nominated actress disappeared from her yacht under circumstances that remained murky at best. Hours later, her body was found, clad in a flannel nightgown, red down jacket, and blue socks, floating in the Pacific about a mile away from the yacht and off the island's Blue Cavern Point. Now, her death was ruled an accidental drowning at the time, but the Los Angeles County Sheriff Department reopened the case in 2011, the following year. The cause of death on her death certificate was changed to drowning and other undetermined factors, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Now, detectives have reopened the case again. So far, no charges have been filed against Wagner or anybody else for that matter. And I'm just going to go through a bunch of these, and then we're going to hit a, a couple of different blocks, and then we'll go. No, no, that. okay. Marilyn Monroe. Uh. 1962. Beautiful, glamorous, gorgeous, yet doomed. Marilyn Monroe, Hollywood's most vibrant star, died suddenly at just the age of 36, Devin. Six years older than me. <laughs> There's still time. Just as beautiful. <laughs> she was found dead in her bed on August 5th, 1962 at her Los Angeles home, apparently due to... Uh, a barbiturate overdose. Now, her death was officially ruled a uh, probable suicide. She slipped into a coma after taking too many sleeping pills, but many fans thought it might have been an accidental overdose. Moreover, the conspiracy theories over about her demise have never entirely evaporated. Plenty of people to this day are willing to believe that she was murdered and that the Kennedys might have had something to do with it. Yeah since she supposedly had affairs with both president and brother, Robert mm -hmm. Kennedy. You know, they were involved with the mob, so. Yes, they were. <clears throat> but a lot of people say it's all bunk. The coroner ruled at the time that she had too many barbiturates in her body for it to have been an accident. And she had overdosed before and suffered from sharp mood swings. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office reviewed the case in 1982, but found no evidence to support any of the theories at all and backed the findings of the original investigation. <clears throat> Sounds like a cover-up. Now, this is one of my most favorite men in here, by the way. Who is it? Bob Crane. Actor Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes. Died 1978. Bob Crane, star of the TV comedy Hogan's Heroes, was found beaten to death in his Phoenix area apartment at the age of 49. An electrical cord wound around his throat. Oh, that's Police a hit. found that the cra that Crane had filmed and photographed pornography, and had possibly been bludgeoned with a camera tripod. They suspected his friend John Carpenter had killed him, but lack of DNA evidence couldn't prove it. Crane's oldest son, Robert Crane, wrote a book exploring his father's death, <clears throat> if you want to learn more. <laughs> it sounds like a hit. Sounds like sounds he was like a filming hit. a porno with some hot thing. <laughs> then the Kennedys came and whacked his ass. The Kennedys! <laughs> They're at it again! <laughs> Them Kennedys are at it again. 
Um, and then uh, David Cardi, a.k.a. Kill Bill, 2009. Thai police found David Carradine, the actor, <laughs> and martial artist who starred in both Kill Bill films, naked and hanging in the closet of his Bangkok hotel room. I think we know what happened. Authorities told BBC that the 72-year-old was in Thailand to work on his latest film, Stretch, and a manager said that a private autopsy found Carradine died from asphyxiation, ruling out suicide, but believing and leaving open the possibility of an accidental death. Mm -hmm. Uh, Per The Hollywood Reporter, his widow settled a wrongful death suit against the company behind the film in 2011, claiming that an assistant was supposed to help Carradine navigate the city, but abandoned him the night before the police found his body. Now, as we all know, Thailand can be a very rough place. That's not what was going on. He was into that freaky shit. I figured he might be into autoerotic asphyxiation. I mean, yeah, but you don't have to go to Thailand to do that. No, I think that he might have just had an accident in Thailand while he was there shooting a video. Mm. I'm just saying that's what Thailand's known for. Interestingly enough, um, Black Dahlia sounds familiar. Yeah, maybe like a Hollywood Undead song. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that might come into something later. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Short. <laughs> Known as the Black Dahlia, 1947, one of the most famous cold cases in U.S. history. And I actually want to do, uh, like, a, and this is, like, would be really kind of cool, too. I want our listeners, anybody who's uh, following this, to write us and let us know which one of these you would like us to do as, like, a full cover story. It's very simple. Just go to graymanmedia.co.com and then just go over to the Wolf Takes a Bite section. Or you can contact John very, very easily from the website. Exactly. That is graymanmediaco.com. And we're back from our ad break. (laughs) So one of the most famous cold cases in U.S. history, 22-year-old Elizabeth Short was found naked in a vacant Los Angeles lot, her body cut in half at the waist, drained of blood, and posed. Her face had been cut from ear to ear, and investigators later found evidence that she had been bound. Now, it was the most gruesome death of a short aspiring actress, that encapsulated her into a celebrity as an iconic name, Black Dahlia. Her murder remains unsolved to this day, over six <laughs> decades later. Now, Jack Nance, a.k.a. Racerhead. <laughs> I know you've seen Racerhead, right? I have not. What? No. What? I have no what? idea what you're talking about. What? What? Okay. <laughs> okay. What? The actor star of occult favorites, Eraserhead, and Twin Peaks meet up with friends at a coffee shop in South Pasadena, California. On the afternoon of December 29th, as People recounts, he had a bruised eye. I told off some kid, he said. As actress Catherine Case later recalled, I guess I got what I deserved. Case's husband, screenwriter Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Found Nance dead the next day on the floor of his apartment. Authorities later determined Nance suffered from blunt force trauma to his head and had uh, had fought with two men at a donut shop the day prior. Well, yeah, that was what happened, right? Suffered a blow to the head, yeah. That's not that mysterious. What is it? Is it? He said he got into it with a couple kids. Yeah. But he got into it with a couple guys at a donut shop. Why the donut shop? Why the guys? <laughs> I have so many questions. You're grasping at straws, man. 
Charles can still hold water. Hello. Hello. William Desmond Taylor, silent film director, 1922. Now we're going a little far back here. Uh, William Desmond Taylor had directed dozens of silent films when the police found the 49-year-old lying on the living room floor of his Los Angeles bungalow with a bullet in his back. According to history, after his death, a love note to him from Mary Miles Minter, a young star of his silent films, was reportedly found in Taylor's home. Minter later admitted that she and her mother, Charlotte Shelby, had been at Taylor's home on the night of his killing. According to history... And, according to history, and the gun used in Taylor's <laughs> killing matched one of the one Minter had once tried to shoot herself before. No prosecutions ever came to the case, which means un, remains unsolved. Now, remember how I was talking about cursed movies? You mentioned it. Yeah. We're going to talk about that now. <laughs> Surprise! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why I'm bringing this up, Devin, don't you? You know what this past Friday was? Friday the 13th. Friday the third fucking teenth. Yep, it sure was. It sure the fuck was. <clears throat> and because it was Friday the 13th, I figured we would talk about 13 really cursed movies. It's almost like I had this planned. <sighs> All right, hit me up with it. <laughs> Movie number one. Movie number one. Okay. The Conqueror. You ever seen The Conqueror? I have not seen The Conqueror. <clears throat> Neither have I. It is a whitewashed 1956 film with John Wayne as uh, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Actually sounds kind of fucking dope. A, John Wayne. B, Genghis Khan. Sounds like a great movie in the making. Right there. Done. The film was shot at a location downwind from a nuclear testing site. Oh, shit. Yeah, causing dozens of crew members to eventually die of cancer, by the way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of so what not, happens. Not quite so cursed, but uh, kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Movie number two. <laughs> Great. Rosemary's Baby. Ever seen that one? Nope, I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. Me neither. <laughs> We're on a roll, Devin. Uh, we're two for two. Yep. <laughs> During the filming of 1968 Rosemary's Baby, lead actress Mia Farrow, oh, love her, received her divorce papers from Frank Sinatra. A few months later, director Roman Polanski lost his wife, Sharon Tate, when she was murdered by followers of Charles Manson. Holy shit. So everybody on that movie that was seriously involved died. Frank Sinatra is pretty good. I am a huge Frank fan. I love Frank. It's fun listening to it. It always makes me think of New York in December. Mm. The snow. Mm -hmm. The city lights. Mm -hmm. Drive-by shootings by the mob. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Yeah. You know what I think, what I think of when I think of Frank? Well, similar thought. Yeah. Old cars. Yeah. Snow. Yeah. The slight smell of mothballs and cigars. <laughs> mothballs. And really, really, really bootleg gin. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. A little bit of blood running down the street. It's okay. A couple of gunshots. Not a problem. Some Irish guy yelling in the corner. New York, baby. <laughs> That's life. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a tangent. Now, I know you've seen this one, Devin. Warner Bros. The Exorcist. The original one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very familiar with some of the things that have happened on that set. Let me just 
little teaser. Because mm-hmm. these are all little teasers. Yeah, yeah, we're doing like a collection. It's a collection teaser episode. <laughs> Collect the episodes like a teaser. Hey. The Exorcist is one of the most infamously cursed movies of all time. Nine people died during the shoot, and it is said that a fire destroyed large portions of the set. According to Entertainment Weekly, the story of the 1973's film's production became the subject of an E! True Hollywood story episode, even. Um, Probably not hard to get on that list, but still. (laughs) Is that all you got for that? (laughs) A teaser. Yeah. <laughs> you had to get your joke in. Yep. <laughs> My joke against the True Hollywood story, because when we make it big, they're going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what about The Omen? Have you seen that one? I have not seen The Omen. I have I've... not, and I refuse to. Why is that? Because it's fucking cursed. <laughs> Let me tell you why. So no one was seriously hurt during the filming of the 1976 movie The Omen, but chaos seemed to surround everyone involved. Star Gregory Peck, love him, and screenwriter David Seltzer. <laughs> screenwriter David Seltzer had their uh, flight stuck by struck by lightning on the way to filming. Sure, why not? That's kind of fucking crazy. That's, I mean, it happens very rarely. Uh, both planes on the way to flame, filming. Come on. Oh, both. Yeah. Yeah, that mm. that seems unlikely. Ah, uh, yeah. Director Richard Donner's hotel was bombed by the IRA, and members of the crew were caught in car crashes during the course of the filming. Now, interestingly enough, the um, moment isn't completely about death, but there is a lot more things that have happened. So this is just something I pulled off of um, arrowtime.arrow, aeroplane. Uh, I invented the aeroplane. <laughs> Not D.B. Cooper. Um <laughs> Uh, lightning strikes commercial aircrafts on average once every 1,000 flight hours. So for both of their planes, pretty crazy, but it happens a lot more than you would expect. Interesting. It is. I wonder if you know you get hit by lightning when you're in a plane. I would imagine you probably don't. You don't think you'd notice? No. I mean, there's nothing. Because otherwise people would freak the fuck out, right? Well, yeah, but wouldn't that amount of heat and all that generation, like, destroy the plane? I mean, I guess they designed planes now to be like, oh yeah, dealing with that shit because they fly through storms and stuff all the time. I'm saying, but it just blows my mind. I guess no, you're not touching the ground, you're not completing the circuit, but it is passing through you that metal fuselage. So you would think it would fuck a lot of shit up. I mean, that's 1.21 gigawatts of power. The last commercial plane that crash due to lightning was in the in the 60s so they probably developed uh better Something. ways to channel the electricity back downwards interesting the, the skin of most aircraft consists primarily of aluminum which conducts electricity very well so By making sure that no gaps exist in the conductive path the engineer can assure that most of the lightning current will remain on the exterior of the aircraft without penetrating fuselage i guess so interesting we all learned something today very neat mm-hmm Lionsgate Films! Apocalypse Now! Francis Ford Coppola was tempting fate when he decided to film Apocalypse Now during a monsoon season. Big mistake. The monsoon destroyed multiple sets. Martin Sheen suffered a heart attack during the filming, and Coppola was so stressed that he suffered a seizure. Now, according to The Independent... Apocalypse Now, 1979, turned out to be a masterpiece anyway. The documentary 
Hearts of Darkness, a filmmaker's apocalypse. About it is making just engrossing success. <laughs> Nothing seemed to go right during the filming of 1982's Fitz Cartelieu. The story concerns hauling a boat over a hill, which the crew literally accomplished, actually, but not without the same nightmarish difficulty as in de depicted in the film. And in the end, director Wern Harris Herzog... Why does everybody got to have a fucked up name? <laughs> it's when Hollywood, baby. With this podcast, everybody has a fucking name I can't pronounce. Werner Her Herzog. <laughs> looked as mad and overly driven as its hero. Now, check out the documentary Burden of Dreams if you want to see what I'm talking about. MGM. This is a famous one. Poltergeist. 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 I'm a poltergeist. <laughs> I'm D.B. Cooper. <laughs> I invented the aeroplane. Over the course of the original Poltergeist trilogy, several cast members died tragically. In 1982, 22-year-old Dominique Dune was murdered by her boyfriend shortly after the release of the first film. Six years later, 12-year-old Heather O'Rourke died of septic shock before the third movie was even released. God damn. Mm-hmm. That's not a pleasant way to go. No, and 12 years old, that's fucking that's, terrible. Yeah, that sucks. Now for the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I think that's... The movie. <laughs> the movie. With Vic Moreau and two child actors were killed during filming of 1983's Twilight Zone, the movie. Get wrecked. When a helicopter crashed during a Vietnam flashback scene. Oh, actually, wait, when did this happen? 1983. Never mind. I thought I heard about that for some reason. Maybe I read something about it. Maybe you were in the Twilight Zone. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Leading to major changes in the way the movies were made in general. Safer. Mm, safer. Superman 2 even has a curse, by the way. The Superman curse. Comic book movie fans know may know about the Superman curse, which it is said. Anytime you make a Superman movie, it fucking flunks. Which is said to afflict <laughs> multiple actors involved in Superman films. Christopher Reeve was paralyzed following a horse accident. And uh, Margaret Kidder, who played Lois, opposite of Reeve, suffered from bipolar disorder, according to TCM. Oh, okay. Interesting. I mean, there was probably more, but again, these are... <laughs> Now, I know this is the, probably the most famous one I could possibly talk about. So, again, didn't really put a whole lot of on this one uh, because I already knew it. And I feel like I figure anybody who knows this movie fucking knows about it. The Crow. Didn't, like, a bunch of glass or something like that fall on people? More specifically, Brandon Lee, the star of 1994's The Crow, was actually killed during filming when a prop gun wasn't properly loaded with false ammo. How does that happen? According to Los Angeles Times... When the gun fired, a piece of shell casing struck his chest and killed him instantly. How does that? How? Do, how? Somebody had it out for this dude. Because that, how do you do that? In the movies, they were using blanks, right? Well, blank rounds have, it's still live ammo. Well, it's not live ammo, but yeah, it does have it's like gunpowder and has, stuff. Yeah, it's still yeah. live. It's yeah. got gunpowder, it ignites. It, it's something's going to go boom. <laughs> Something went boom. Now, the thing is, is that this happened so rapidly and the, and there was an issue and a mix-up with the, the ammo, I guess. I don't know. They, I think somebody did a reload on their own or something like that. I can't remember all the details, and I do that, that's something like we'll cover. 
when we do a full thing on that. But it was really interesting because there's like several different theories and documentaries. Some people say that he was actually struck by a bullet and they're saying that it was a piece of shell casing. Some people say that it was actually just, it, it makes no sense that the shell casing would break apart like that. But I guess it did and it, it was, it got enough momentum from the compression of the barrel to actually send a shard right through his heart. But even still, killing him instantly had to have been a lot of That's power. That's pretty wild. That's a lot of powder to send a shell casing that way. And also, in the, in the gun they were using, it doesn't make sense because a shell casing would eject. Mm-hmm. That's how guns work. Mm-hmm. Projectile goes, casing ejects. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. Unless there was a malfunction. Even a malfunction would not send the shell casing through the barrel. I mean, somebody would have to block I mean, the ejector listen, port. You'd have to block the ejector port. Listen, uh, you know. And even then, it shouldn't fit. Yeah. That's, it's, that's what I'm saying. One of the biggest mysteries in film history. Weird one. Mm-hmm. Now, here's one I didn't know, and this is one of my favorite movies of all time, really. Waterworld. Never seen Waterworld. Never even heard of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's so really good. So it's basically Waterworld's about this um, this guy. The whole world is covered in water. Um, everybody's reverted back to, like, almost caveman uh, barter trade system. Um, there's, like, um, there's like the gas guzzlers. You know, those guys who got, uh, they got gassers. They call them gassers or smokers. They call them smokers because they're, they have powered jet skis and shit like that. And it's, like, mad. It's Mad Max, but on a planet on the Earth, but with water. The Earth is just water now. <laughs> Okay. It's Mad Max on water. This is Mad Max. Mad this Max. is Mad Max on water. Mad Max on ice, coming to you live from the Louisville Ballet. <laughs> Actually, I would see that. I would totally watch that. <laughs> Somebody make Mad Max on ice. I just want to see that. <laughs> That's a fucking brilliant idea. All right, uh, what happened? What happened on set? So the 1995 dystopian action film Waterworld was under stormy weather from the beginning to the ha, end. Pun. No, really, because they filmed it down in the ocean. A hurricane destroyed one of the film's multi-million dollar sets. No problem. And nearly killed Kevin Costner. Not the Costner. No. <laughs> in an interview with AV Club, Joss Whedon call, uh, called writing the script seven weeks of hell. Still, the film's curse is tame compared to those of the rest of the ones on this list. Wow. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Some bad lucks fell on them hobbits' feet, they did. Bad luck ran amok in the Middle Earth ah, during, get the, get fucked. <laughs> during the filming of 2002, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. DVD interviews revealed that multiple actors and stuntmen suffered injuries while shooting. The film's elaborate fight sequences, the worst, however, was uh, Viggo Mont- Morristons, and who broke his toe and chipped his tooth while filming. Yeah, he kicked like a bucket or something. Stupid. Yeah, that's pretty funny. They used that take. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, the take that he actually broke his toe, they used that take because it was just so raw. F- fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I would do it too. A took. Is a movie so cursed that it never got made. Oh. That's why we haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I haven't seen that one. Neither have I. <laughs> the project, based on a 1963 uh, Mordecai Richler novel, 
about an Eskimo in New York had four different men attached to play the lead. While in development hell through the 1970s and 80s, John Belushi, Sam Kislin, John Candy, and Chris Farley all pictured, and all four died shortly after entering negotiations to be in the film. Really? Yep. Weird. Weird timing indeed, isn't it? I'm just setting your we ass can, up. You can blame this movie for the death of Chris Farley and John Belushi. But for some fucking reason, I kind of want to see a movie about an Eskimo in New York. <laughs> is this whole episode just a way for you to practice one-liners? I don't know. Am I doing it? Because I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know, Devin. How am I doing? <laughs> Test out the stand-up back, you know? All right, now let's get into some really interesting shit. Oh, hit me with it. Celebspiracies! I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. Well, f- well let's, take a, let's take a medium break. Where are we at right now? How do you feel? Tell E-True Hollywood everything. <laughs> I feel like I've been bludgeoned with information, and I'm not sure how to feel. Yeah, I, this I would, is not our normal. No, this is not the normal format. That's no. okay, though. That's okay because I'm 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 fascinated for sure. Definitely uh, a lot of cool stuff here. Yeah, some you know the fans are just gonna have to let us know which ones to to delve into because I'm interested in pretty much all of them that we've covered so far. Yeah. So we'll just have to hear what the fans say. Uh, maybe we just prepare and do a whole week of it. Could do that. Could whoa. Mm, all we need to know is to know what you guys want to hear. We need actual physically written confirmation and consent from all of our fans. <laughs> If you want us to go through this, <laughs> you can do that, or you can go to greatmanmediaco.com, go to the Wolf Takes a Bite section of the website, and give us that physically written confirmation and consent. Yes, well, exactly. It's digital, but yes. Well, they physically have to type it. Yeah, but just go there and tell us what we <laughs> <laughs> go there, even if it's not something that we covered today, if it's just something, some Hollywood mysteries, let us know. Yeah, I We'd, mean, we would love to make content that you want to hear. There's definitely some more famous people in here that we're going to get a little bit more detailed with. The first things I did earlier, I just wanted to kind of go through because I thought they were interesting. I thought it was like a good way of uh, branching into some of the things that I want to do with like little weird episodes, like side episodes of this kind of stuff would be kind of fun. Yeah, for sure, man. I I think that uh, it's a good way to get uh, the people involved. So please, please tell us, please. Uh, We're at an hour. Okay, cool. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be a little longer one, so that's fine. It'll make yeah. up for the shorter ones. All right, Slebspiracies. Hate it. La, 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 la. Steve Jobs. Or no. should I say Steve Jobs 2.0? No. <laughs> you are not. All right, go ahead. The theory that in, in mid-2018, nearly seven years after he tragically died mm-hmm. of pancreatic cancer at age 56, supposedly. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone on Reddit posted an image of a man in Egypt who looks... A hell of a lot like Steve Jobs. Is Steve Jobs hiding in Egypt after faking his death? It's his doppelganger. Here we go. Let's find out. The proof. <laughs> While the guy does have the classic Steve Jobs thoughtful chin grab, <laughs> some people have pointed out that he's not wearing an Apple Watch. Now ask yourself, <laughs> if you were headed to a global technology corporation, or if you were the head of a global technology corporation known for inventing a very identifiable wrist accessory, 
Would you wear said watch after faking your own death and escaping to Egypt? Probably not, considering you know that everything that you built has tracking devices in it. (laughs) Now, who believes this theory? (laughs) A few thousand anonymous people on Reddit, by the way, which... (laughs) It's turning out to be a very good source of information for me. <laughs> oh, bad, dude. <laughs> so the Daily Mail and anyone, also the Daily Mail and anyone who camps outside of an Apple store ev- before every new iPhone is released probably believes this theory. Now, now this content that uh, I'm getting this information from is imported from YouTube and Reddit, by the way. (laughs) You might be able to find some of the same content in any other format, or you may be able to find uh, more information at their website on YouTube. So just so you know, no copyrights for what I'm saying. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. Oh, 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 oh. Avril Lavigne was actually died and replaced by an actress. Did you know that? Get fucking bent, dude. Sometimes between, sometime between 2002 and now, Avril Lavigne actually died and was replaced by an actress. Here's the proof. There are a number of before and after photos that show different marks on her body and an altered shape of her nose and face. Oh, and also clues in her lyrics from Avril Lavigne actress trying to tell the truth to her fans, probably because she's being held against her will to pretend to be Avril Lavigne. Who believes this? Well, I'll tell you who. Early 2000 Hot Topic wearing emos who, and people who follow oddly specific Brazilian blogs. That's who. Devin, do you believe this? No, fuck no. What the fuck? Why not? Because that's insane. It's totally plausible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Just wait till I get to Brittany. Oh, for the you can't talk about Brittany right now, though. Why not? It's it's, I've been teasing it for a year. (laughs) Tease it for another year when people can settle down around it. Don't you dare. (laughs) Lord of eternal youth. The theory that the 20-year-old is emotionally intelligent and has such a vested interest in her grammar, that's because Lord is actually 40-something-year-old woman who faked her age to sell herself as a young musical prodigy. Makes total fucking sense. Tell me the proof. Here's the proof. Yeah, I know that. Along with her talent and her her maturity that's well beyond her years, Lord has shared birth certificate that... <laughs> Looks pretty doctored, if you ask me. I am Lordy. Lordy, Lordy, Lord. Now, who believes it? To be honest. John does. I do. To be well, honest, anyone who's unwilling to accept that Lord is the best pop star of her generation, which, to be clear, is just a millennial generation anyway, must be anti-conspiracy, because this is one that is true. <sighs> I never I never watch the stars. There's so much down here. Hmm. I just called to say I can see. Uh, yellow flicker beat. I just called to say I can see. That we'll the theory of Stevie Wonder, <laughs> the legendary blind singer and songwriter, is actually not blind. Shut the fuck up! He's just been pretending for the last six decades. Shut for some up! Reason. Here's the proof. He frequently attends basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> he runs... <laughs> 
He once caught <laughs> a falling mic stand, and he is interested in photography, and once <laughs> took a photograph, and he does... <laughs> He does other things that are typically reserved for people who can see. Now, who believes this? <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Fringe people on the internet. Reddit does. <laughs> so does ESPN's Bahomie Jones. People who read his blog and anyone who's got bored with Stevie Wonder's otherwise remarkable career and needs to spice it up with a little bit of scandal. <laughs> Rob, you fucking killed me out when you said he goes to basketball games. <laughs> fucking lost it. <laughs> He's taking a photograph. He's lying. <laughs> he took a picture one time and he goes to basketball games. Fuck. What would that do for somebody who's blind, though, anyway? I mean, like, it's just like. Oh, no. And you will. No, <laughs> but they do commentary at basketball and shit. Right? Yeah, but I don't understand what the fuck they're saying either. Yeah, but he might be an avid listener. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's doing something over here in the, in the three-point line, and then he goes into another. Oh, and they foul. Yeah. His, listen, man. I don't know. I don't know. When did he become blind? He's always been blind. I thought he was born that way. Was he born that way? Let's, he might have been a very young age. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's this find is, out. This is important. That's okay, yeah. Also, I'm not going against Stevie Wonder anyway. And anyway, this is just something I thought on the internet and I thought it was funny. Oh, no. I, yeah, no. I got you. It's about, but yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, you got it. You got it, my brother. Got you. Uh, Okay, let's see. Lost his sight as a newborn. Okay, so I was going to make the argument there that maybe, like, as a child, he watched a lot of basketball and so he could kind of make it up in his. But yeah, well, no. That's what I thought because he was a musical prodigy. Yeah. Um... Weird, yeah. <laughs> but still. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> he frequently goes to basketball. <laughs> took a picture. <laughs> Fuck. All right. He caught a following mic stand. Whoa. That skills, bro. <laughs> God damn. Steve was probably just holding his hands out or something. Probably just <laughs> fell right into his fucking hands. And the internet was like, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking haters. <laughs> Fuck. Like other blind people need dogs, but he can go to basketball games. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now, this picture sounds very beautiful. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God, we still say stupid shit. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's like it wasn't the alcohol. Oh, shit. The alcohol just made a slur. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Loosen my lips, that's for sure. Woo! All Britney right. Spears is actually a no. George Bush operative. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the theory. <laughs> Britney was on the White House payroll. Oh, yeah? Every time the Bush administration screwed up, they distracted the sheeple <laughs> with another Britney scandal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, here's the proof. Okay. <laughs> Let me get into the proof. You ready for the proof? Okay, here's the proof. The proof is on November 6, 2007, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline announced their split. The day before the key midterm election! Okay. Now, who believes it? 
Tell me, John. There's a part of the Venn diagram where Michael Moore, Britney Spears, and U.S. Weekly fans overlap. <laughs> Crazy. Even more proof? There's actually a Venn diagram. Britney Spears works for the Bush administration. She's also half robot. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Not give me any time to analyze that one, huh? Gianna Reeves. <laughs> Get. Excellent. <laughs> Everlasting life. Yeah, I've heard about this. The theory. This one and uh, Nick Cage, right? The theory. Keanu Reeves is actually an immortal soul who has lived thousands of years <laughs> through a number of famous identities. Have you seen him in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yeah. And have you seen him in John Wick? Mm-hmm. That man is clearly aged. Nope. Here's the proof. <laughs> a picture I looked at side by side. One from like way back in the day, like Neo days. And one like recently from the new Bill and Ted movie. Uh, they look the same. Yeah. What about from the original Bill and Ted movie? Well, he was 17, supposedly. What? <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That was all technological GCGI packs. But see, once he reached an adult age, they didn't need to do it anymore. They had to do all that. They had to do, like, what, 14 cameras to get that shot uh, going around Neo in Matrix, but they somehow had the CGI effects to make him look young and Bill and Ted, like, three decades earlier. That's the theory. <laughs> That's the theory. Here's the other theory. Okay, hit me with Keanu it. Keanu Reeves is... Kind of like a vampire. Yeah. Like from Twilight. That's the one I heard. Where that kid just continuously goes through different lives, moves around, and everything. Sparkles and shit. Yeah. All that. So is Keanu. No, you're beautiful. Yes. That's the. Now, who believes this theory? (laughs) Is it Reddit? (laughs) This is a very credible web host from whom you can contact if you have any additional information about the identities that Keanu Reeves has assumed during the everlasting life. Or any theory about the source of his power, please tell us, a.k.a. we are the credible web host. <laughs> we almost certainly are not this credible web host. Contact Great Man Media. You will not find it anywhere on Let's our website. Let's expose Keanu. <laughs> no, Keanu is great. Yeah. He's a good guy. He is. He's a great guy. Let's expose him. <laughs> now, who believes this? <laughs> me and me alone. I, I came up with this. Bob Marley in the CIA. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Credible. Right. Uh, Credible well. web hosts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here's the theory that the CIA actually murdered Bob Marley because he and other reggae musicians were working to alert the public of the CIA's attempt to bring down Jamaica, our Jamaican prime minister, Michael Manley. Here's the proof. Oh. Uh. This exhaustive High Times article. I'm a big Bob Marley fan. Which notes that Carl Kobe, son of late CIA director William (laughs) Kobe, visited Marley in 1976. Not long before his death. Yeah, he's probably a big fucking stoner. Liked reggae music. Now, who believes this? You ever listen to Sublime? Anybody who just listened to their first edible. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Cuba Love. Here's the theory that Tupac's death was actually an elaborate hoax. Oh, man. Here we go. Back to Tupac. Yep. So the art, so it's an elaborate hoax, so the artist could actually escape to Cuba 
from his increasingly dangerous celebrity status. He, yeah, you know where it's much safer? Cuba. <laughs> Communist Cuba. Here's the proof. The shooters were never found. Suge Knight was never hit. And Puck was always wore a bulletproof vest, by the way. The man who uh, cremated Tupac retired immediately afterward as well. It's Ugh. all conspiracy. Yeah, he, that's like the height, right? And who believes it? <laughs> Anyone who was freaked out by the final track on Kendrick Lamar's To Pip a Butterfly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How long? How long did you stay up writing these jokes? Obviously, too late. (laughs) 20 minutes before I got here, Devin. Yep. A moon landing odyssey? Here's the theory. One year after he filmed the sci-fi classic 2001, A Space Odyssey, the U.S. government hired Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing in 1969. Here's the proof. Though Kubrick's daughter and all known science has been proved otherwise... Filmmaker Patrick T. Murray claims that to have a video confession, he claims to have a video confession from the filmmakers days before his death, 1999. He claims to have it, but we've never seen it. Well, if he released it, he would be killed too. But he's claiming to have it. Wouldn't the CIA just go in there, kill him, and fucking be done with it? Because they can't prove it, and there's laws. Oh, right. The CIA famous for following the law. Now, who believes it? People who actually watch too many Stanley Kubrick movies. The fuck out of here, man. Paul's actually dead. Yeah, this one. Paul McCartney was killed in a car crash in 1967 and replaced by a lookalike. He really was. Much like Avril Lavigne. No. The proof is playing Revolution 9 backwards. Shut up. It's not true. It is true. Yes, it vaguely sounds like it, but if you... uh, Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you know something about this? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge Beatles fan, and I know this to be fake. I disagree. Various song lyrics, various album covers, and hundreds of other clues have been found by fans over the decades. Now, who can believe this? At this point, probably Paul McCartney. <laughs> but we can't say for sure. Listen, if, you were get, if you're going to replace him, why would you even leave any? If you're going to cover up stuff, why would you leave a trail? Because a tra- the trail? person that they get to replace him, or any of these famous people, Britney Spears, Avril Lavigne, Paul McCartney, the person that they get to replace these people it's all about them being trafficked, okay? These people have no free will. They can't go anywhere. But why They're would they leave breadcrumbs? Why would they because leave Because they want, if you were held captive in um, the witch's hut, Hansel and Gretel style, wouldn't you let breadcrumbs so somebody finds your fucking ass? But, but it's the... No, you don't want to be baked the in the media, oven like a guinea pig. It's the me. Uh, fuck you on the guinea pigs. The media companies wouldn't allow it. Are you sure about that? Well, this yeah. media company wouldn't allow it, but I'm sure other media companies could because these people um, that have been captive for so long, they, they're, 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 they're clever. They're so clever. And the people, the sheeple, don't even pay attention to it. But so there's groups of us. We have to protect these people. They are all Shut part of a sex up. traffic trade, and it's part of the Illuminati. This has been another episode of Wolf Takes My Podcast, talking about Hollywood mysteries, conspiracy theories, and even more so whether Paul is dead or not. As always, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite Pod, all one word and all lowercase. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Gray Man Media. You can find us at graymanmediaco.com. And please consider donating to our Patreon page at Gray Man Media. That helps all of our shows, including mine. We'll be back with another episode. Wolf Takes a Bite next week. Thank you, and remember, question everything, and I'll see you on the next one. Na 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 na. Na na na.
Hollywood. <laughs> L.A. All these people gonna die tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching all these famous fuckers go where they belong in hell. No, not all of them deserved it, but some of them got it anyway, and that's how we're gonna serve it. Also, anytime we do hip hop, it's it's usually pretty rough. Trash. <laughs> some of the best ones have been like not hip hop. Fair enough. Fair Although enough. The, the worst one's got to be Black Eyed Kids. That one was just. That was one of the best ones what we did. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> and it's hard at times to ask if you can save my heart for last. And it's hard to face the fact when my darkness fades to black. <laughs> <laughs> That's so off. It's it's it hurts. That's me. Yeah, I know. That's why it works. <laughs> can't copyright if I can't do it. <laughs> Anybody who tries to sue us, I'm. Let's go to court. I play, play, when play. the judge hears it, you're, they're never gonna. They're never gonna give you a dime. <laughs> I'm safe. <laughs> the whole defense. The, the lawyer goes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, clearly this man has no musical talent. <laughs> He's not going to make money on this. There's no copyright infringement. It's so off, it's a whole new song. If the man cannot spit, you must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> man, we need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Julie, get louder. Hollywood! That's higher. <laughs> Everywhere I go! No, the John's gonna talk about some crazy fucking shit. Hey, 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 hey. Times 10. Talk about some Hollywood people who gonna die. They're gonna die. Oh, wait, no, they already dead. Hollywood, Hollywood, famous people, mystery deaths. Hollywood, Hollywood, famous mystery deaths. That's what we're gonna cover today on Wolf Takes a Bite. Watch out when we come at you, we're ready to fight. No, John and Devin. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Come to fuck you up. up. We're gonna fuck you up and fuck you, fuck you up. No, we won't. This is the cut. <laughs> you know it's the cut when we say it's the cut in the middle of the cut. <laughs> Putting out bangers every day is how we do it the gray man way. This is got this best rhyme ever. I got this shit. I'm going clever. Hey, we're going gold. Gonna hit platinum soon. It's the gray man media group and we're gonna fuck with you. Fantastic. I think that was perfect. <laughs> you know it's the cut when we say it's the cut in the middle of the cut. <laughs>